Mama never told him there's a devil in me I got a mouth full of rotten and a heart full of greed Shovels and dirt, shovels and dirt Well, it ain't worth living if you don't get hurt All right! Out of my reach Shovels and dirt Shovels and dirt Well it ain't worth living If you don't get
It's amazing how fast the possibilities take off. It's like one minute we can be sitting there and it's all the normal, as normal as it gets. And we're doing our own thing and minding our own business. And then our kid walks into our room and says, hey, Ma, I think my rat's dead. And our whole morning changes. Everything gets different. Our feelings are different. Nothing's really changed. The rats, the rat was not an integral part of our daily schedule necessarily. He didn't make things possible. We did things for him. Um, and then in exchange, we loved him. He let us love him. And that seems like kind of a smaller odd thing let us that's true isn't it it's a lot of things that don't let us love them there's a lot of people that don't let us love them we can try and we can offer and we can shape as many things as possible and we can pick it apart and i think sometimes the lesson is in letting them just not love us And taking any time and energy we would have spent worried on that, focused on that, concerned about that, and put it right where it's going to do the most good. It's coming to be quite obvious, and I think I'm not the only one because I'm hearing this echoed everywhere. That the world is what we make it, no? That the world is... The world is what it is. And the only way to change it is to add to it or... I guess I was going to say take away from it, but... We can't. I mean, I guess we could shoot something into space. Um, It could go out that way, but... We can't actually take anything off the planet, just you and me, so far in my knowledge. Um, It seems like we can walk it around. We can mix it up with other things and make new things. We can do the physical version of what we're being called to do energetically. Is the physical work or the energy work the hard work? Is it six of one and half dozen of the other? Is it the same amount either way? I don't think so. Something feels different. The physical work is, I want to say it's slowed down, but perhaps it's just speeding up. And it's gone so slow now that it's almost like a retrograde. You know, when a planet's in retrograde, it's not going backwards. It's just that it goes so slow that it appears to be moving backwards. It almost feels like that's what energy in general has been doing, is that it's doing things so methodically, what we would call slow, we base it on the time it takes. It's doing things so deliberately and ploddingly. Taurus kind of imagery is coming to me. If it's doing all that so well, 
that we're able to focus on the, the subtle energies, the I, this just doesn't feel right to me energies. When there's bombs and wars and big physical things, it's very hard to focus on the, the little subtle things, but those big things pass and then we have the little things and then, and then while well, we die. Our pets die. Our, is it sacrilege to say our children die or our parents die? They all go. And it's a tendency to ignore what's here as being only temporary, temporarily here. If I could count more all the times that I made somebody very uncomfortable by saying things like, well, it makes you feel any better, we're all going to go. Or, no, it's not comforting. Well, you don't really die. Yeah, that doesn't feel comforting. I don't think I've ever comforted anybody with that. But I have comforted many people with the fact that your loved ones can still hear you. And I didn't believe that, really, not fully at least. I I don't know. It seemed like a placating nicety until it was me that their loved ones were coming to to communicate with them directly. And I guess they always kind of had... Um, but I put it in the category of imaginary. I didn't talk about it because if I had talked about it, I would have found out that it wasn't imaginary, that what they were telling me had big truths and revelations for the people they were trying to tell it to. It wasn't imaginary at all. It never was and it never will be. And now, thank God with the internet, we can watch TED Talks. There's a TED Talk called I See Dead People, and it's by a doctor who talks to people that have seen them. And not only does he not think they're crazy, he thinks it's the most sane thing in the world, and we're all quite crazy for denying its its existence, really. It's quite naive and immature. And I know in my own life, I've encountered so many people that have fear around it, it's just amazing. And a lot of that has to do with, we're a secret building society. Currently, we weren't always. Not every group used to keep secrets from each other. There wasn't room for it. I, I was just listening to a Terrence McKenna talk. If you haven't listened to uh, um, After School Detention on Open Lines Radio, go to Art Bell is Dead. If you go on Mixler, search one word, Art Bell is Dead, um, and you can listen live to this stuff. And th- what they did is replay uh, Terrence McKenna lecture. And if you aren't familiar with Terrence McKenna. He is one of the pivotal speakers, philosophers, people, creators, inventors, brave astronauts of the mind, um, who really shaped this kind of Ram Dass, Wayne Dyer world by being willing to open their mind with Um, acid and mushrooms and all those things we have all these names for now that are really slang that make it sound cheap but they're really really positive big tools Um, I also feel called to let you guys know that I just ordered the book True The The Era of the True Creator by Alison Hawley Um, I was having I get chest pain have my whole life Uh, can't find anything physical nobody's ever been able to find anything physical And I was having this off and on the last few days. 
often correlates with the full moon, menstrual cycle, all that fun stuff. So I didn't really think much of it. But I hadn't had it in a while, and I thought that was interesting that it was coming back. And then I got a message from Alison Hawley, the author of that book, and she told me she was, she was connecting with my heart space. She could feel it. She didn't know why. We're, we've never met in person. We're, we've talked, you know, a few times, but nothing, um, you know, no hours long of bonding that this required. This is a purely, not purely, but mostly just energetic connection the two of us have for whatever reason, and there it was, and she picked up on it, and she took that and messaged me. I don't know if she acts on every thought she ever has, and I know I don't, and I think one of the things is we're moving into this, to borrow her term, era of the true creator. As we're moving, and I haven't read the book yet, so maybe this will disagree with what she's saying, but I, I would bet a bajillion dollars that it doesn't. We're going to be aware of all the possibilities. We're going to be aware of all the thoughts. In one moment, if you're aware of having the equally opposite thoughts of, I should live and I should die at the extreme, but usually it'll be thoughts like, I should do the dishes, and I should also go there, and I should also do this, and, and it can feel like indecision. But you can't be a true creator if you're not making a choice. If you're just... Flowing, which is your option also, never feel like you need to choose, because you don't. Life will eventually choose for you. Oh, please don't put my sunglasses in my water, little baby. We're in that toddler phase of dropping everything in every glass of water, every glass of coffee, cup of coffee. So as we move, so we're moving into this place where we need to have the ability to make a decision. Now, what do you need to make a decision? Well, you need choices. You need options. Otherwise, it's not a decision. Now, to make a good decision, you also need a basis of knowledge. One of the things that, talking to a lot of readers, and I know myself, readers, especially when you first start doing readings, you don't want to look anything up. I remember feeling very insecure if I had to look up anything. Card meanings were a big one. Don't look up the card meaning, you should have them memorized. Bullshit. There's a lot of cards in that deck. If you memorize all that, you're putting Einstein in a corner, baby. You will get to a point where you know what cards mean and you have an intuitive sense. But if you're sitting there with that book, you're wasting your time, I think. Maybe if that's the way you learn, go for it. If you feel called to memorize them and that's your bag, go. But if you're feeling conflicted about it and you'd like to make the decision not to memorize them, this is your permission. As somebody who's read my whole life and looked up the same card meanings 50,000 fucking times because we are human and we doubt, and as Terrence McKenna recently reminded me, being spiritual doesn't seem to improve your life at all. It doesn't seem to make any difference. Does that sound discouraging? Here's why it doesn't seem to make any difference, because all the differences it makes are on the inside. The differences being spiritually aware makes is how you get through it, that you don't give up. So build your basis of knowledge. Look up every question you have. Don't take anything for granted. You are going to start getting equally different thoughts that feel equally as true. And they are. It just depends on what angle you're looking at something from. And if you want to be a well-rounded human, see things from all angles. We have to trust you to make a choice. 
So this is the time of intention. This is the time of realizing what kind of world you want and how important your voice is in it. And I'm not talking about fighting things. Please, for the love of God, stop fighting things you don't like. But start building things you do. Because we got a lot of fighters on this planet. And that's where, that's where we're at. Know what we have even more of, though? People not fighting. For every, every time you hear that a thousand people did something, remember that, in, that there's 353 million people in the United States. And I'm not even talking about other countries. I know I have people listening from Australia and Europe. Please remember, we are a big world. And the majority of us are living peacefully in it. Thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. We'll be back soon. And I love you all so dearly. Um,